Hey, it's Dan. Welcome back. You're watching I Allegedly. And uh, I've got a good one for you today. I am in Newport Beach, and believe it or not, it's cold this morning. Out walking on the pier. It's kind of nice. Surfers and paddleboarders are out there because there's very little waves. But uh, banks are going on a diet right now. We're going to cover that today. So... Before I get into it, please take a second, please hit the like button, please subscribe to the channel, join the email list below too, and uh, let's get right into it. So many times you've heard lately that businesses are cutting back, and the ones that are cutting back the most right now, it looks like are financial institutions. And basically, different bankers are saying, hey, our company's on a diet right now in every way, shape, or form. Now, they're cutting back on staff. They're cutting back on their hours. Think about this. Bank of America uh, got rid of Saturdays in most locations in Southern California. I'll just use that. So they cut back. They get rid of one day. So instead of being open six days, they're only open five. They were only open basically nine to one on Saturdays anyways. So they cut that back. Completely eliminate Saturdays. It's like only 10% of the banks at Bank of America are open on the weekends right now on Saturday. Then they change the hours from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. to 10 to 4. So you cut out three extra hours. You guys can sit there and say, oh, it's no big deal. It's a huge amount of savings because they I've talked to so many bankers. They try to get everybody out of there in one hour after they close, which doesn't happen all the times when they clock out. But that's generally what they want to do. Now, where they're on a diet is they're getting rid of low-performing bonds. They're getting rid of writing loans for us right now that could potentially be losers, which is why you're seeing such a high number of people getting denied for credit right now. And you can sit there and say, how is, it, how is that a lot, Dan? It's 20%. Again, if you need money, you can get money, okay? It's the people that, you know, it, it, it's, it's, if you want to get cheap money and good money, that's the, that's the problem right now. People don't get it. I mean, I have people that write me all the time with things like, hey, I own a house and I've got $200,000 in equity and I really need to get a HELOC loan, but I'm self-employed. I am telling you guys, there's ways to get money always. Always ways to borrow money. If you have a business, you can get a PayPal advance. You can get a merchant credit advance. I, I have a friend who has an investment fund. And all they do is lend people money from this investment fund over and over and over again. And interest rates a little higher, but he only chooses banks that he sees as good cash flow and things like that. You can always get money. The problem with it right now is these banks are cutting back in such a way that they're eliminating every way, shape, and form that they could potentially lose money. And we lose at that point. So no auto loans. You're going to see the credit cards cut, cut back. The bonds that they are not making money on, they're getting rid of all those right now and the low-yield bonds right now. So services are gone. Everything is gone. Whatever fee they can charge you for right now, they're going to do that. There is a great article below about this that covers it all completely, but that's what we're experiencing right now. And the problem with this is that this is the economic downturn. This is everything turning the corner right now and how you have to accept that things are going to be different. Now, 
one thing that we've talked about is having multiple locations, multiple banks that you have in your life. You have to have that right now. Now, if you do this properly, you need to have nothing to worry about. But the problem is people go out and, you know, they put everything in their one bank, which leads to the second part of the story, which is insane. FDIC insurance covers $250,000. I've talked to so many bankers where I said, hey, what do you put, how does a guy protect himself if he has five million bucks in a bank? And they showed me different ways and different, you know, fidelity places and different Charles Schwab and different things that they can do to secure people's assets. But think about this. Right now, 40% of all deposits, 40, are uninsured. 40% are at risk of being lost. So you can sit there and say, wow, these are all rich people. It's also they put them in institutions that are not um, FDIC insured. So I've been floored that people have done this, that you know they use different banks and different lending institutions that, hey, you can get access to this. And it's a debit card that's you know tied to... Uh, you know, you get a card and it, it has the MasterCard logo on it and you can use it at ATM. It's uninsured, guys. So if this place goes down and you have $5,000 in that bank, you're going to lose the $5,000. Now, consumer price index has gone up since uh, 2008 when the last economic downturn hit. It's gone up 40%. So what they want to do is they're saying, why don't you take FDIC insurance and raise it? And there's a few arguments for this raise FDIC insurance to at least $350,000. That would make things, you know, as far as uh, in today's numbers, that would make it equal to today's numbers. You know, do you think that that's right? You think that's fair? I don't know if that's the right number or not. Let's see this woman catch a wave. A lot of women surfers out there today for some reason. So, so very cool. But that's the thing, is that people don't want to deal with this. People don't want to sit there and think about this. Now, the other options is that we're going to take the bonds that we've sold people. Think about how unfair this is and change the terms in the bond. Let's say you bought a five-year bond or a 10-year bond. We'll make it a 20-year bond. So you have to keep it. You can't sell it. It'll basically make it worthless at that point because is your bank going to be around in 20 years? Is your bank going to be around in 15 years? So... How, how unfair would that be? We're going to extend the term to this. And you can't sell it. You won't be able to sell it at that point. And then the other thing that we've talked about is a different way of calling the bail-in right now, which is we're going to make you, you know, you know, an asset holder in the bank and part of the structure of the bank. Read these articles below because they're insane. The bank bail-in is what they'll do is they will take your money and say, listen, John, you had $9,600 in this account. Now you have stock in the, in, in the bank. And we're going to give you $5,000 of your money, but the other you know, $4,600 is going to be an asset in uh, our company. Pass. Pasadena, man. That's, that's ridiculous. But no one wants to look at things going upside down. No one wants to look at how expensive everything is how banks and how businesses are cutting back every way that they can. The ones that are successful right now run a lean ship. The banks, because they're horrible, because they don't know how to, how to be kind to us, uh, they want to do this and hurt us, okay, as far as I'm concerned. Now, here's the thing. When you look at 
all, and I'm, and I'm not talking about one, not talking about Bank, Bank of America. For some reason, I get a lot of national news, and I get Truist Bank and uh, all these other banks that have these horrible commercials that make it look like they're your buddy, and it's and it's it's ridiculous. They don't care about you. That's not the point of this. But they're cutting back in every way, shape, and form. Tell me a bank that's added hours. Tell me a bank that used to be closed on Saturdays. Now they're open. Everybody's open on Saturday. No, there's just not. Every banker that I've talked to that's in management, every single one, not, not a few, all of them, we're trying to eliminate interactions with customers. We're trying to figure out a way to do a digital cashier's check from the bank. How's that? Well, guys, basically, if they did that, you could almost do every transaction other than large cash deposits and large cash withdrawals and wire transfers without ever speaking to somebody. And that's what they want to do. And, and that's the future. The future is not having you deal with these people directly. You know, banks are on a diet. It's ridiculous right now. And they don't, uh, look at this. Let me show you this real quick. They don't care about us at all. The disturbing part about this is that when you think about this and, and you start to put your head to it and all your banks and your, your um, uh, brokerage accounts and different things that are changing right now, um, you know, everybody's cutting their hours back. Everybody's cutting their terms back, customer service back. Uh, a lot of banks would have uh, customer service 24 hours a day. Not anymore. I don't know of a bank that has business customer service, you know, other than some of the brokerage accounts where you can talk to someone, but hey, you're going to have to deal with this during business hours. So you're seeing more and more of this, and it's disturbing. But do not get caught holding the bag. And for those of you that have a lot of money and you haven't had the conversation with your banks about how to protect yourself, you're foolish right now because they don't talk about things that don't happen. Everything happens. Everything is a problem. Okay, and now if they have a do a do a practice cyber attack, they're going to have a cyber attack. If they practice a power outage, they're going to have a power outage. That's what happens. If they talk about you know uh, you know turning banks uh, your deposits into uh, stocks, it's going to happen, guys, at some point. For those of you that know where I'm at, this is the Newport Pier. Remember the restaurant that was dilapidated gonna reopen, not gonna reopen, gonna reopen, nightclub, all that stuff, they ripped it down. And eventually they're trying to get somebody to take over this lot here, but it's also nice that they got rid of that eyesore that was at the end of the pier right here. And then you get everybody fishing out here on this hazy day, just kind of beautiful, kind of a different look, can't even see the water, can't see Catalina for sure. But uh, one thing I wanna to talk to you guys about is um, uh, the, my VPN company, private internet access, when you guys go online, you're at risk all the time of having the hackers and bad guys get access to your bank account, your pensions, everything. I want you guys to look at something. Private internet access is the simplest uh, uh, VPN provider. It's a virtual private network. It makes going online completely anonymous, and it makes it so that hackers, bad guys, cannot get access to this. They have 83% off their regular price. Take a look at it, guys. Right now, the link will be below. They're not even sponsoring this video, but with the things that have been sent to me and the people that have been hacked and the people that have had their data stolen and their pictures stolen, what would you do if you lost all the photos in your phone? Seriously, what would you do? Would that be a problem? 
get a VPN, guys. Do it now before it's too late. It's pennies a day. It is, I'm telling you, the I allegedly product of the year last year was that, was that VPN, and it's a great company. But use the link below, and I'll put it up again, okay? So next thing, WorldCoin. WorldCoin is a Bitcoin cryptocurrency conference that they just had. And there's a, Sam, a man named Sam Altman who runs OpenAI, and guess what he wants to do, okay? Two things, rule the world, one, okay? And number two, what this guy wants to do is have everybody um, go out and get their eye scanned so that they can do data on everybody and have biometrics on every single person so you would have a digital scan and digital fingerprint of everybody. Notice those two things. First one was that one. Second one was that one. You know what I mean? So Sam is an idiot. But I, I get, you know, okay, I've had so many people from around the globe, Ireland, England, Ellen in the UK, okay, has written me about how, hey, maintain your account. We just went biometric banking. No, 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 no. Biometric banking, guys, is the digital uh, way of getting your palm print, your thumbprint, your fingerprint, eyes, everything, you know, plus your breath, too. Is it bad? Anyways, point is, is that talking about invasive, yes, 100%. Talking about no privacy, yes, 100%. Guys, the idea with this is that we have no privacy right now. Our rights are being taken away from us right now. Don't complain, don't do this, but fall in line, guys. No, 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 no. You have to, at some point, not want to give this up, but to sit there and say, hey, isn't this going to be cool? No, it's not. It's not going to be cool. <sighs> Tracking everything makes it um, so that you just have no control. Think about this. Think about a business in trouble right now. And you're, you're behind. You're behind on paying vendors. You're barely making payroll. And you want to advertise. You don't think somebody's going to sit there and say, now's not a good time for you to be spending money when you owe all this money right now. Well, if I don't advertise right now and get more sales... I'm finished. Well, I guess you're finished. You know, you're going to have things like that happen to people. And man, is it going to put people out of business? It's going to be awful. But share this, the biometric banking. Also, one thing that's happening right now is more people are writing me about the banks, about how right now they're being told that they have to agree to these terms before they can log into their accounts. If I showed you all the things that people send me, literally it's dozens a week right now. Hey, before I could log into Truist, let's use that one. Um, fifth, third, what a horrible name for a bank. I don't know, are they in fifth and third? I don't know, but fifth, third or whatever they're called. Uh, that's another one. You have to agree to these terms before you can see your balance, okay? No, guys, it's a little invasive with all this stuff. So as our banks go on diets right now, which I still think is crazy, we're experiencing our freedoms being ripped away. And then you got the crypto guys. Remember, crypto is a scam. Jamie Dimon says it's a scam and that it's not backed by anything. Our money is backed by the Federal Reserve and central banks. That's what's a good thing. Okay, Mr. Dimon. But now I'm telling you, mark my words, I've said this for a year now, Jamie Dimon's going to have his own coin. Mark my words, JP Morgan's going to have their own uh, uh, JP Morgan coin with his mug on the front of it. So...
you know what, Dan? You're just a doom and gloomer. All you do is talk about the negative stuff. Nothing's positive. Well, let's talk about two more stories that aren't positive, just to go along that line. Um, Santa Barbara Press, okay? They're the oldest newspaper in California, over 150 years old. Not anymore. Chapter 7 bankruptcy filing. Now, the writing was on the wall because three months ago, they moved the entire newspaper into the printing press company, and we'll use their offices. Okay, kiss of death, number one. And uh, number two, uh, uh, Mrs. McCaw, her husband was a cell phone pioneer. She owns owned the place since 2000, and the place is done. The editor sent everybody an email. We are finished. We're done. Go home. The paper's done. So another asset, guys. And, and once again, talking about an industry that did not change, the newspaper industry. You know, I used to love the Sunday paper when it was this thick, you know, that thick. And uh, it was such a great thing to sit there and read and have your coffee and read the paper. You know, no, not anymore. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's nothing now. It's not, not even worth getting right now. So Santa Barbara Press is done. And again, the writers, everybody that lost their job is terrible. And they won't say how many staff there were, but talking about an industry that is just upside down, you know, it's not the same that it used to be. Think about this. With newspapers, you had the news gathering people, you had the sports people, you had uh, people that would write the ombudsman stuff, beware of this, beware of that, people that would do the human interest stuff. Um, uh, the Orange County Register used to have all these great writers that would just write uh, opinion stuff, what was going on in the news, and it was worth reading, these guys that would come out on each day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, then they got rid of them, you know? So once that happened, it changed. But when it went to an online, you know, registry and you had to pay for it, Orange County Register, I, I wait for the day that this place goes bankrupt because it's horrible now. The uh, website that they have for their news is clunky. I pay for that, okay? And it's absolutely awful. So the Santa Barbara Press is done. Have you guys seen newspapers in your own area around the world go out of business because they didn't want to change with the times? When you have a 150-year-old business, it's always worked. You've always made money. Sell ads. Go on. No, it's not. It needs to be something that is news-gathering and newsworthy. Now, the next thing is the Fed's meeting this week, okay? Today, we're going to get our interest rate announcement. And one thing that's crazy is that, hey, you know, are we going to have a soft landing when it comes to the economy? It, if we are, it's because inflation, they're going to let it go a little higher and run hot. Do you think that the Fed's going to get things down to 2%? We've talked about this numerous times. No way are they going to do that. And they're going to have to raise interest rates even more. Now, think about this. In their September meeting, it's anticipated that they're going to raise interest rates again. What is that going to do to real estate right now? Okay? It's going to destroy it. So, next thing. Oh, this is very cool. The lifeguards are training, running over here do different divisions and stuff like that. We'll see if we can catch that. But uh, one thing that's happening right now, great article about how the uh, increase in foreclosures are going up. And once again, my friend Doug has been in the foreclosure business his entire life. When I went to Las Vegas, I got to have dinner with his 85-year-old father, who's just a great guy, who was one of the original uh, companies that did postings, 
and did foreclosures. Now think about this. Back in the 70s and the 80s when this guy ran his company, it was all paper. There was no internet. There was no nothing. You had to have data mailed and sent from the bank and faxes to get things updated. It was a very labor, paper intrusive product. They had floors of a building to hold all this paperwork for all these foreclosures. And it was fascinating to say the least. I guess they're not going in the water. But now it's all digital. And the thing about this right now is foreclosures are going up right now, guys. And I'm telling you, if you want to look at property and you look at how things are going off the cliff right now, they're upside down. They really are. And, you know, Economic Ninja and I made a course. And the course right now is only 199 bucks for a short period of time because the course is done and then it goes off. So I think it's next week is when the price goes up to the regular price. But take a look at it for 199 bucks. The link will be below if you're interested in, in uh, uh, purchasing foreclosures or learning the process because Doug's fantastic. But guys, when you look at everything that's going on right now, this is we don't I don't have faith in any of these people that are running anything. Jerome Powell doesn't care about us. They caused this. They used the printing press to print trillions of dollars in money and think about this they agreed to the debt ceiling it went up a trillion dollars in a month in three and in two and a half weeks time it's gone up another 600 um uh, uh million dollars already i mean this is we're, we're it's we're printing money on excuse me 600 billion dollars it's going up we cannot sustain this debt what's going to happen when our you know our deficit grows by a trillion dollars a month. Remember, it would take six months, which was unbelievable, for the national debt to go up a trillion dollars. Now it could be a month. Think about that. If it went up five trillion dollars between now and the end of the year, that would be uh, unbelievable. We'll never get out of this. Never, ever, ever. Let me know what you guys think about all this stuff. When you think about a good wage, like, hey, that would be a lot of money for me. How about this one? Vital Energy. They're a commodities trader in oil and gas. They made over $15 billion in profit. Each employee, 3,311 employees, had an average salary of $785,000 each. That's a great gig if you can get it, man. $785,000. Wow. So, interesting. What do you think about that? You, you know, this this dwarfs the average bank uh, employee and the uh, the bankers that are out there for uh, you know Morgan Stanley, J.P. Morgan, uh, Goldman Sachs, places like that. This is basically double the size. So this company is making a huge amount of money, and the average employee salary doubled from 2021 to 2022. 2023 it looks like it's going to be a record year. So will they make what a million dollars a piece? Who knows? But it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, I don't know if you can see that in the horizon back there, but there's a tractor. What they do, which is nice here, is they go and they sweep the beach. They pick up cigarette butts, make it smooth every morning. Uh, normally, it's nice. When you come out here like on, a, like on an early Sunday morning, the entire beach will be clean and smooth like they raked it. And uh, that's because of the big tractor that's out there, but there's so many people out here, it makes it a little more difficult.
I'm going to finish this video by wrapping these few stories together. General Motors, uh, their stock is flat right now, but they just announced uh, that they're having you know much more revenue, about 25% more. And uh, the problem is the expenses that they have, just like any other business. So they expect that they're going to cut their expenditures by $3 billion in uh, the next year. $3 billion. So that means people are going to get fired. You're going to lose buildings, things like that. You know, something very popular right now in building is quartz countertops. Here's the thing. The people that make the quartz countertop that have the micro dust, they probably don't wear protective gear because the it's the highest percentage of lung cancer in the world. Well, I don't know about you, but I don't know if I'd want to have a quartz countertop cutting knives on it and things like that if it could, you know, the particulates could get into the air and cause lung cancer. So from having somebody, you know, my late girlfriend that passed away from complications of cancer, everything was like, don't do this because it runs, you know, a risk of cancer. <sighs> McDonald's in Italy, everybody walked out because the kitchen was over 104 degrees. Guys, if you work anywhere and the conditions are unbearable, I know you're going to sit there and say, I need the job, Dan. I have to put up with this. No, you don't. I have a friend of mine who has just been abused and told me story after story after story. And for the last two months, I said, document all this stuff. Just take photos. And, and when you have these meetings, you make notes of it so that uh, someday, if you ever need this, you'll have a record. It won't be just one thing that you're complaining about. And I spoke to her yesterday. It's like 30 now. Okay. So the poor people in, in Italy that work at the McDonald's, they're bailing. Final, final story. I love the site studyfinds.org because it's always got great different, you know, things that you can do and uh, all these different studies. But they're saying if you take a teaspoon of olive oil every day, your chances of dementia drop by 25%. So, you know, what do you know? Maybe that's my problem. I don't have olive oil every day. Take a look at that story below. Please don't hit the like. <laughs> Please don't hit the like button. Maybe I have dementia already. Please don't forget to hit the like button. Please don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Uh, take a look at the VPN, guys. I'm telling you this right now. Everything that's going on right now, you got to protect yourself, and it's pennies a day. And they're not even sponsoring this video. So um, onward and upward, guys. I will see you guys very soon. Don't forget, hello at iallegedly.com is the email address that you want to send stuff to me at. And we try to get to everything. Send as much detail as possible. Uh, hope everybody got their Christmas and May gifts already. Onward and upward, guys. I'll see you very soon.